Thanks for joining us for another episode of Changing the Heartbeat. If you would like to have more information, please feel free to visit our website at citybeat.org. Now we are going to jump into this week's topic. Our prayer is that your heart is open to what this topic is about. Hey everyone, hope you're doing well. If you're listening to this um, on Friday or if you're listening to this later um, on the weekend or um, maybe even the following week, I just want to say thanks so much again for staying with us these past couple weeks and following with us. My name is Jared Michael and today I'm joined again with my wife, Ashley. Hey guys, good to be with you guys again. And we are bringing the very last episode of our campaign called The Real in the Raw. And really quick, I'll just kind of fast forward what we've been doing the past couple weeks. And then I want to dive in today to kind of wrap everything together and explain where we're going to go from here. So we started this campaign with a hope to just open up about issues and talk about real life things that are facing Baltimore City. Um, So we started week one talking about the trash and the rats and kind of getting into the disgusting part of the reality when the city's not taking care of things that happen. Um, And so you can go back and listen to that episode, and we just kind of dove into some issues. My wife joined me on that, and that was just a a time of us sharing, um, you know, there there is a problem with trash and rats, but it's not the final say. Um, Then three weeks ago, we talked about the abandoned houses, and I was joined with Pastor Steve, who's been in um, Carrollton Ridge community and served has been serving in Baltimore for over 20 years. He's given his life to serve the people of Baltimore City. And we talked about how abandoned houses is a big issue and things that happen. And again, you can go back and listen to the episode as well. Last week, we talked about addiction. And we talked about the reality of addiction in Baltimore City and especially in the neighborhood we minister in called Carrollton Ridge. And again, you can go back and listen to that one as well. I don't want to rehash those last couple episodes because I want to dive in today. But I just want to challenge you. It's all kind of led up to this episode where... We just want to share just for a few moments about the reality of there's hope. Um, even though each week we bring an episode, we've tried to end the episode with hope. We've tried to end it with here are some things going on. Here's things that we're seeing happen in the lives of people. People's lives being transformed by the gospel. People being transformed by the good news of Jesus. Because um, God's still doing the work in our city. And today we just basically want to talk about how we can partner together and really be that change because people's lives are transforming every day. Every day we get the opportunity and I don't ever take it for granted. My wife doesn't take it for granted. Our staff, our team, our volunteers, they'll never take it for granted that we get to do what we do. And we want you to experience that same joy of being able to serve people. Now you may be already doing that, but we just want to challenge you as well that, you know, all of us are called to do something and each episode's kind of shared about different pieces of that element you can help serve in. And so to kind of kick off today um, with There Is Hope and to wind down this Real and Raw campaign, one of the big things we've been trying to do is set out a goal to raise $3,000. Now that's been a big goal because currently we're only at a couple hundred dollars that we've raised so far. Um, we had a big goal just to basically set out to raise $3,000 to go towards some ministries that we've talked about over the course of these past couple weeks. Um, the, the the raw reality of what we do is we're only as strong as the people that partner with us volunteer-wise and financially. Um, we have needs as far as ministry goes when you're feeding 1,500 people a, a month. When you're opening up your building to be served, it gets used and abused. And so there's a lot of repairs and maintenance. We just went through a big facility 
um, adjustment recently to redo our facility. So a lot of stuff goes into that. And then as well as staff, paying people to help um, really run that. And my wife has been a big key in that, um, other staff members. And so what I want to do is I, I don't want to hang on this too long because I, I, I'm not about the money. It's not about that for me or my wife. But I do want to just challenge you throughout this episode, if you feel like, hey, you know, I want to partner with you guys and give financially, you can do that through our website, citybeat.org. And you can go to the Dream Center link, and there's a spot there that says um, donations, and you can give right there. And the cool part is, if you would partner with us monthly, whether ten bucks, fifteen, thirty dollars, uh, whatever you can do, no gift is too small, no gift is too big. You can become what we call a city changer. And what a city changer is, it's someone who says, "Hey, I don't just want to be a part of it one time." Which, again, if you can only do it one time, that's fine. We're grateful for everyone who gives one time or reoccurring. But if you want to give monthly, you can join our city changers, and they're a part of a um, a small group of people that give monthly to our ministry that help us continue to bring the good news of Jesus in our streets. And what city changers has the availability to do is see lives transformed. And in saying that, I want my wife to share a story recently of a young lady who we called up with after a few months, and this is just a recent story. And this is the cool part of what City Changers gets to invest in. It's not investing in so much our staff or our building. You're investing in people's lives that are being transformed as we're reaching out to them and seeing Jesus heal them from a broken past and release them into a free future. So go ahead, babe. Would you share that story? Yeah. So about a year ago um, in October, um, it's actually over a little over a year now, we had a young lady come into our um, soup kitchen and she was a regular attender. And so... She came in, we were really um, ministering to her every week, and we really got a chance to, to know her and her story, and she was really drowning in addiction, and um, she was really facing some big issues with her family. She had a son that was um, involved um, just with uh, her day-to-day life and whatnot, and it was taking a really big toll on him as well. He was a young kid, and so she just said, I just need you to pray. I just need you to pray for me, so she was just trying to, to, to go throughout the days and trying to just make it. And so she came into the soup kitchen, like I said, every week. And then there was a time um, when we did not see her for a very long time. Um, And we were really concerned about her. We were really worried about her um, because we knew that she was in addiction. And and when that happens, you know, our mind just goes 10,000 different directions. Mm -hmm. And so we were just really worried about her and concerned. And so five, like five months went by and she actually... I think it was two weeks ago, she showed up to our soup kitchen and I was completely shocked. And so uh, she came in and she was just very, you know, big smile and, and full of hugs. And she just wanted to come back and let us know that she went away for a little while to get help and that she is actually five months clean and she's no longer living in the area anymore. And so she just wanted to come and share that with us. Um, and so we we're just super excited for what God's doing in her life. Um, she said, God is restoring my life and he is setting me free from addiction. And so she's been five months clean. So we're just rejoicing with her. Yeah. And we're just going to continue to pray that God will just continue to do the work that he started in her. That's good. And that that's what partnering with us is all about. It's about lives being transformed. We're, we're not in the business about being a CEO and making big money. That's not why we do what we do. And for what kind of breaks my heart is there's a lot of you know places out there that are into that. And, and I'm not pointing anything out because that's not me. 
But I do want to share our heart is very much about the people and their stories and how God can transform lives. And we're going to invest as much money that comes in into that as possible. Um, we're very, um, very tight on running a strict budget that we can invest as much money as we can into what we do. And so in doing that, you know, obviously as things grow at a, where we're at right now, it'd be nice to have more staff, but we're too, we're too committed to, to the vision of seeing lives transformed in Jesus that we want to keep investing it where it matters the most. And so we run on the light staff. We only have about five of us that's on paid staff. We have volunteers that very much help us out through churches and other organizations that come. And so God's been faithful. He's been helping us continue to do that. And, and, you know, the, the truth of the matter is it takes funding to really run an operation like this, to run the lights, to run all the equipment, to, to really make this thing work. And so, again, I just want to put a plug in there that if you want to be a part of that small group of people that, that we call city changers, that give monthly towards the ministry, you're not investing so much in the staff or into a building. You're investing in the people's lives that walk through the building right. every single day that get to encounter Jesus, that sit mm -hmm. down at the table, a volunteer brings them a plate, and, and they sit down, they hear the good news of Jesus. We're out on the streets, and, and, and we run into people, and they see the good news of Jesus. We're getting ready soon. Our prayer is we're going to be launching a women's drop-in center where women can come in off the street and get cleaned up, and we're going to do a Bible study with them and, and have a group of women that just invest in these young ladies that are, that are broken in prostitution. And they're going to walk in our building and have a chance to see Jesus and encounter him through our ladies investing in them. Again, City Changers, you're a part of all that. And we keep you in the loop. We have a monthly email that goes out. We, we, we want to invest in you because you're investing in us. So we don't take that lightly. And so you can check out more at citybeat.org. Go to the Dream Center page. Go to Donate. And then there's a spot that says Reoccurring Giving. In there, you can read all about City Changers and how um, you can be a part of that elite group of people that really make our ministry run and we're so privileged privileged for their um yes. for their giving um and and so there is hope there there is hope on our streets there's hope in, in our community life's not done though we've talked about real raw topics that that are facing our city there's much more that God wants to do and I believe it starts with you and me it starts with us getting down on our hands and knees first and foremost saying God if you want to use anyone could you use me Amen. And I heard a story one time of a young boy who was sitting in a church service and the pastor was saying, God wants to use someone in this church. And so they passed around the offering plates. And as the offering was going by, um, the pastor was saying, you know, God wants to use someone in this church and you're going to, you're going to invest in this church so we can keep doing it. And so people are throwing in money in the offering and investing in the church. Well, finally the offering plate went past the little boy and the little boy didn't have any money, but he really sincere heartly said, God, I, I want to be used by you. So he felt led, he put the offering plate on the floor, and he, he put his feet in, inside the offering plate and basically was standing in the offering plate. And the pastor looked at him and said, little boy, what are you doing? And the boy said, well, pastor, he said, God wants to use someone in here, and I don't have any money, so I figured I'll just give God me. <laughs> and I love the thought that that's all really God wants. Yeah. He's not after our money. He's not after everything else. Now, all that stuff is important to give back to him. But he's really in the business of just wanting us because we can have when he can have us, he really then has our resources. He has our talents. He, he gets everything else that, that flows through us. Um, and so, so from my heart to yours, you know, God just wants you. And my encouragement is, you know, I don't know what that looks like in your life, but maybe just start right now saying, God, you can have me because when he has you, he has everything else that comes with you. 
So, as we as we wrap up our Real and Raw campaign and, and, and wind this down, I want to give you a few things to look forward to. First of all, we're not done with these podcasts. Um, we've we've been able to um, really invest in an audience that we've not been able to reach through our ministry anyway else other than the podcast. We're averaging about 40-some listeners a week. And so we want to keep this going, but the reality is, is to do it every week is time-consuming because it pulls us away from other things and obligations. So we're going we're, we're gonna to start in October releasing one episode a month, and we're going to release at the end of each month, and we'll release it on a Friday. So starting in October, if, if you're going to continue to join us, which I hope you do, and I hope you invite people to listen in, um, we're going to start October 25th where we release our next episode. And then from then on, it will be every month, the last Friday of the month, we will release a podcast. And we'll have guests coming. My prayer is we're going to have people who we've been talking about, people whose lives have been transformed. They're going to come and join us and talk about that. And so I hope you tune in with us and join us. And I want to challenge you today that there is hope in our streets. God's moving mightily. And as me and my wife see every day, people's lives are being transformed. And babe, what will you share to someone that maybe has listened week after week to this podcast, seeing and hearing the rawness of things going on in our city. Um, I don't know. How would you share to someone that there's hope in our city? What would be something that you could share to say, hey, you know, kind of like a story like Gina, right? Gina was lost without hope, but yet God restored her life. And here she is today. She has a hope in the future because of just having time to invest. You know, what would you say to someone maybe that says, hey, is there really hope in Baltimore City? Um, I would say just to be bold, mm. um, to be bold when uh, you come across people who you know are broken and you know that they're in need of a savior and that they're in need of true help. And so to be bold, to be that person that will just go and confront them and just talk to them and love on them. And so um, I would just say just to be bold and to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to be Jesus in action is exactly what I heard somebody say once you know, your, your words, your words speak so much louder, right? And it's like a sermon, right? And so it's like when you go out and you actually put that into action, that just really ministers to people. And so I would just encourage everyone just to be bold and to step out. You may feel uncomfortable in some situations, but that's where God's going to help you. And he's going to give you the words to speak and the things to do. Yeah, that's really good. And we would love for you to join us on a serving opportunity. We've been sharing this every week. Um, that you can come and join us with a serving opportunity. So please check out our website, pick an opportunity and volunteer time that works best for your schedule. I understand life's busy, um, especially if kids and a family. And so you can even come and bring the family and serve on an Adopt-A-Block day or another day that works better for you. We'd love for that to happen because we run off of volunteers. That's that's the sole kind of investment that we have is people that give up their time to come and serve with us. And you know, if you walk around the streets of Baltimore today, my prayer is that you wouldn't just look at all the needs that we've been talking about, the trash, the addiction, the abandoned houses. You wouldn't just see all of that, but something would begin to rise in your heart and you'd begin to see that, hey, there's hope streaming from these streets and there's ministries, not just CDB Baltimore, there's so many other amazing ministries that are investing. And I would go further. It's not just even about the ministries that are investing or the nonprofits or the churches. It's about the people that are taking time, like my wife said, to invest in people. And I think if we're going to see change in our city in years and years to come, it's going to start with individuals finding a need and meeting it, finding a hurt and healing it. 
And so today, our, you know, we're not going to have, my game plan was to have a very long podcast. We're only about maybe almost 16 minutes in. So we don't want to keep you much longer because I want to just get you ready for what's to come and the months to come. But my hope and, and heart behind this episode is to encourage you, the best is yet to come. And we actually got that um, put on the building of our church recently. I had a people come in and we, we stamped it on the back of our building. When people leave our building, they see the best is yet to come. And my prayer is that would be the people's reality of, you know what? I always think the best isn't yet to come because I thought the best days were behind me because I'm an addiction or this or that. And our, our prayer is that they're going to see that. And maybe a light bulb would go off in their mind and say, wow, yeah, the best is yet to come. So, again, you can check out our website. You can partner with us. You can join us financially. We're thankful. And babe, maybe you want to just say thanks to everyone who's... Yes, thank you guys so much just for being willing even to listen in on these podcasts and just having an open heart um, just to receive from it. But we're so grateful and thankful for your just your partnership and just supporting us and um, just looking for, just really looking forward to seeing uh, Baltimore City change for the glory of God. Yeah, that's so good. And if it's, it takes years, it takes decades, my biggest thing is... I want to be able to start something that someone else can pick up and run mm-hmm. with. And it may not be in my lifetime. I see exactly what I want to see. But I just want to start something that, that echoes in generations to come. And they won't remember my name. I don't care about that. I just care about they'll remember, A, Jesus is making things happen in our streets. Kind of like a small match. Maybe in our lifetime we get the match started and then we pass it on and it becomes a wildfire to the next generation. So let's empower the next generation. Maybe you're at a, you attend a church um, with, with a youth group or other things. Empower them because I'm really believing that as we step up and set the model, it's going to empower a generation to come. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to preach here, but I just want to challenge you with that because I have a big heart for that. Because um, we're only here in this, we get one life and that's yeah. it. And let's not just live it for ourselves, let's live it for others. So again, I'm so thankful for you joining us. Thank you for partnering with us financially for giving of your time thank you for listening to these episodes thank you for those of you who responded through this podcast by volunteering thank you thank you for those who haven't even volunteered or given to us but you've given and invested in other organizations thank you because it means the world when someone picks up and says hey what can i do so again thank you so much and i want to leave you with this together we can change the heartbeat of our city it's only going to happen together right babe Amen. we need you God bless you. Have a blessed week.